Blog Talk Radio. More live fantasy sports radio than anyone on the planet. Seven continuous hours of football, baseball, basketball, and hockey action each Monday through Friday. Plus seven hours of game day frenzy on Sunday. 30 shows in all from the best fantasy sportscasters in the business. Like Craig Davis of FantasyFootball.com. The Audible Cecil Lammy. Paul Greco of Melnick and Greco Fantasy Sports. And the fantasy football guys Lyle Conkiel and Kevin Moore. The Fantasy Sports Channel. Only on Blog Talk Radio. It's a schedule you can bet on. Boom. Madness is upon us. The greatest four consecutive days in sports. Agree or disagree? Louisville, the number one seed in the bracket, survived a first half scare. What's next for the cars? Vienna, Ohio State, and Dayton went forth in a battle. Virginia goes down. Kansas wins. Michigan State survives? Maybe, maybe not. Red versus Blue is next. Be second. Cleveland State. One bleeds red, and one bleeds blue. Two friends, one heated rivalry. It's intense. It's no holds barred. It's game time. On Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, with your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Scott and Mike and their versatility bring new light to many topics in and out of the world of fantasy sports. Guests can reach the show by calling 347-324-5404. Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio. We're Planet Red and Big Blue. Okay, everybody, it's Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, wherever you may be. Thanks for making us part of your night. We've got a big show again. We're going to break down the brackets, the ESPN Tournament Challenge, and the first ever Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Challenge. We had 28 uh, entries, 29 entries, uh, 29 responses, and 28 entries into our first ever Red vs. Blue Challenge. I'm Scott Atkins, your host, Team Legacy in the world of high-stakes fantasy football. As always, I'm joined by my big blue host from Podunk, Kentucky, Mike Trent. Podunk, Podunk, he laid the Podunk on me, did he? Did you guys hear the pole dunk laid down? Well, I'll tell you what, it is pole dunk uh, right now because I'm, well, let's face it, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty distraught, downtrodden. I mean, I, I can't tell you the, the number of adjectives that I feel about this tournament because in the first time in 18 years, the University of the Kentucky Wildcats are not in there. But crappy. Crappy is a good adjective. No, 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 no. You feel pretty crappy. Yeah, and that's, uh, thank you. Because I would use much more words that I would like to use, but 
The bottom line is it's going to be a great tournament, and uh, I've, we've already seen a lot of things happen uh, this week. Uh, most times, um, your number one, number two, number three, number four seeds, they advance. They advance, and they continue yeah. to advance. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I was kind of telling you, Scott, that uh, I, I hate it, but I really do like it. I, I love the NCAA tournament. Uh, I, I love the chance that uh, every dream is alive for every team. Uh, but the bottom line is it all boils down to one, two, and C. Yeah, the, the top four C's have advanced so far. I don't think they've uh, they've had much of a challenge. One through four have all gotten through. Uh, but right now, Wake Forest uh, may be the one to go down here. Michigan State looked like they were going through a scare there with Robert Morris. They went on an 11-0 run. Now they're up uh, pretty comfortably at halftime uh, or in the second half here. They're up by 13. But uh, this Cleveland State up by 11 with 18 to go. Uh, I know that would make for some unhappy campers. We've also got uh, – we're going to bring in uh, our our Louisville correspondent, Dr. Dish, with us early in the show this week. And we're just going to have a uh, NCAA – uh, NCAA evening with this uh, with this bracket challenge, Doctor Dish. How you doing tonight? I'm uh, pretty good. How y'all tonight? You're yeah, uh, we're enjoying, the, enjoying the game. Y'all just like everybody winners? else. We got them all, man. We got them all. Actually, we're yeah. we're gonna break that down tonight. We've got the uh, the bracket challenge, red versus blue. You're in it. Uh, yeah. We're all in it yeah. here. And uh, you know, there's some pretty good brackets in here, but uh, you seem to uh, be ahead of both Mike and myself. All right. All right. Uh, Yep, you've uh, you've got uh, let's see, uh, you've got two twenty. So you got twenty two right so far. I got nineteen right, and Mike has twenty right. So we're all right, kind of right there in the middle. What about uh, Anthony? Huh? I wish I'd have followed my instincts earlier on these teams. I had uh, I, uh, the ones that they seem like the ones that have had the upsets uh, have been ones that I was really considering for the upsets, but I, I didn't didn't think he'd really do it. But, uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been dominated here um, by the, um, the the favorites one through fours. Here's the here's the uh, breakdown on the on the upsets this week. Uh, seven upsets so far, and that's about average. Usually we average about six yeah. or seven upsets in the first round. So far we've had uh, one nine, which isn't really an upset, but let's go ahead and call it what it is. Uh-huh. Uh, three tens, three tens yeah. have upset the seven seeds. Two twelves. Uh, there's always there's always a twelve every year, and one eleven Dayton. Uh-huh. And you know I find it interesting that um, might have a thirteen coming up here too. Hey, we we'll, we'll take it, man. I tell you <laughs> one thing about that, uh, and just looking at the Midwest real quick, the ten, eleven, and twelve have all advanced in the Midwest, uh-huh. uh, knocking off a five, a six, and a seven. So. You know what? That makes it easier for the two, three, and four seeds to advance. Now, I'd Absolutely. like to add the, I'd like to add the, you know, the nine seed upset here, and and let's heck, let's go ahead and add the thirteen. That way, everybody gets That's knocked right. off except those, uh, except uh, you know, Michigan State and Louisville, and everybody else in between has, uh, and Kansas. Well, Kansas is still up there, uh, but that makes it easier for for the top seeds to advance. Well, I'll tell you what, Scott. Uh, one thing about it is. They can. Uh, you hope. Yeah. I see. I, I see Louisville advancing uh, very far. They're just, you know, they're making it easier on themselves by making a good win against Moorhead, and then uh, Ohio State or yeah. Siena. Yeah. You know, I, it's just gonna make it easier on themselves. 
and then Wake, they didn't make it, so it's they just, like they just got to take care of the one game at a time. You know what? You what? I, 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 I couldn't hear you. That's kind of how the Big East tournament went for the Cardinals. We were, you know, we kind of uh, got a little help in there for some other teams by getting some of the favorite heavyweights right. off, you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, that's, that's exactly right. And, uh, you know, Louisville can uh, – one thing about it, that region, I thought, uh, you know, when I looked at it, it's very tough. I mean, it's very tough. When you think about West Virginia, which is out now, yeah. Uh, you think about Michigan State. That's the only thing uh, team lost. But when I really look at, when I really go through it, uh, the West is the weakest by far because I see uh, I see a Missouri coming out, and uh, yeah. maybe we can touch on that later. We will, Mike. We're going to break that down. We're going to we're going to talk about who we each have on our Final Fours. Uh, you know, obviously, in our, in our big misses, we'll, we'll, we'll let each of us break, break down our bracket. I had West Virginia in the Elite Eight, so that's going to hurt me. As a matter of fact, that whole side there, I mean, I picked a Kansas upset. I, uh, I, was, I was really going for broke uh, on a couple of those. But talking about Louisville specifically, guys, the next game is in Dayton. It's Ohio State and Siena. So I, I know where I'm rooting for Siena. I don't want to play Ohio State and Dayton. I don't care what Damn team right. they are. I, I listened to uh, Tom Izzo on the radio the other day, and – uh, he said this is not the same Ohio State team that we've seen all year now that they have that uh, guard play back. And, Mike, I think they took it to Michigan State. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to switch gears here, but looking, one, one thing I wanted to talk about with you is uh, the fact that the SEC, which had two teams in it, well, they're gone already. It's, it's day two and they're out. So they yeah. really didn't deserve a seat in the first place. No, they didn't, and uh, we've been talking all year long, Scott, about the fact uh, that the SEC is not that good. That They're not, and I, I, I said that from the January 1 on, when they started conference play, the SEC was not that good. The Big Ten was not that good. Um, but the SEC, you know, they're whining and crying about they only got three teams in the, in the dance. Well, I'll tell you what, that's that's about what they deserve because uh, the conference was down. And there's nothing wrong with saying that the conference is down. That's just the way it happens some some years. I mean, that's, right. that's the way it goes. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, LSU's still in it. My bad. LSU's there. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, uh, yeah LSU and, uh, you know, LSU, they're getting ready to probably get knocked out by, uh, yeah, North Carolina's going to knock them out. Yeah, so. sure. So, <laughs> but uh, Mississippi State, they won the conference tournament, but LSU was the best team. So, in, in all reality, uh, you know, the, the SEC probably should have had uh, two teams, in all honesty. Oh, they switched the Michigan State game. We didn't want to watch that game anymore. That was getting out of hand. That was a 19-point game. They switched it over to Ohio State and Siena. Siena's at the line. Down seven, forty-one to thirty-four. Up, oh, they made that free throw. They're down six with twelve minutes to go. So Siena still has a fighting chance here. And uh, Doctor Dish, I don't know. I, you've been watching all these games. You've been glued to the set. LSU played Butler, and we were looking. I don't know. I had Butler on my sheets. I didn't think they'd go down. I did too. Uh, they lost seventy-five, seventy-one to an LSU team. But I don't. I don't think that. I don't. I don't know. I guess anybody has a shot. LSU looked pretty good. But who? Who? Who surprised you? Surprised you most in this first round? Um, 
just playing yeah, Missouri, they look right good. Here. Washington looked good. Yeah, Washington looked real good. Yeah, yeah they, they, really they, they won them. their game against Mississippi State, 71-58, but it really wasn't that close there. Washington really poured it on and, and, and are going to be a force. That Purdue-Washington game is going to be a great game to watch. I was just getting ready to touch on that, Scott. I underestimated uh, the Pac-10 teams a little bit. You know, this Southern Cal and Arizona and Arizona State, I mean, they're all come through, and I, I that's the three. Uh, like, I don't think I had any one of them. No, I didn't. Arizona State, uh, I think I think they can maybe uh, move on. Uh, but Purdue, and even though they only won by six, they impressed the crap out of me. Purdue can beat Washington. Oh, yeah, Purdue's really getting West right right now. Be- Purdue is getting right right now. They're, they're, they got their that hands West, that, that West, that West, uh, I mean, it just bugs me because UConn doesn't impress me that much without their guard. What? What? UConn okay. does not impress me at all. Okay. You okay. get them in foul trouble just like just like uh, Pittsburgh. You get them in foul trouble. Like it's, I feel like I'm in Bizarro World here or something, man. They only had they lost warning, two, they lost warning, two games warning. And, and one to Syracuse, and then one like early on in the season, man. What what have they not done? They're getting ready to get beat by Purdue. Okay, well Purdue's losing to Washington. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and mark that one down right now. <laughs> <you're so> <laughs> Purdue's going to lose to Washington. And okay. uh, the other game, the other game that really intrigues me here that I'm that I'm really looking forward to watching. Uh, is this Arizona State-Syracuse game. Syracuse advance. This is a oh, game that you really yeah. like to watch. And, and, and this game, this uh, this Arizona State has that Harden kid that is yeah. lights out. He does it all. And, and he had to go up against the Christmas kid, okay? So I had I had two great players going up against each other. I was looking for these guys going into the tournament. Uh-huh. And then when I scanned down, I said, oh, man, they got to play each other. One of them's got to knock the other out. And it just so happened it was Arizona State. Now, I have Arizona State beating Syracuse. How about you guys? Me, too. Me, too. No, I've got wow. Syracuse winning. I've, okay. I've, I've actually, on my paper, I've got all four Big East teams coming out. Well, I took uh, I took Arizona State over Syracuse based on the fact that Syracuse, they used a lot. They had, you know, they played uh, three games in uh, two days. And they they had a wonderful one, wonderful yeah. run at the uh, Big East tournament, uh, and they did well against uh, Stephen F. Austin. But uh, I don't think they can beat Arizona State because Arizona State is fresh and they're ready to go. And we're going to so find that, out uh, tomorrow or Sunday. Yep. We'll find out Sunday. They showed that and uh, they're ready to go. And uh-huh. I'm not a big Pac-10 fan, but. You know I the Big Twelve's doing better than all. They're six and zero in here. You know you got you got Kansas and or Kansas and uh, Missouri and Texas A and Oklahoma State. Did you guys see Texas, the, the down that Blake Griffin took last night? Oh yeah, night. yeah. They that broke that boy out. He got, he got kicked out, out right. Yeah, right as soon as it happened. But I tell you what, that, that's a consummate professional right there, Blake Griffin. He just sat there and said, okay. No problem. What, don't got, you think? Don't yeah. you agree that, that that's probably you know some of these players like that that are real dominant on, on our teams? You know, I think some of these uh, lesser teams try to take those guys out like that. You know? Oh, I'm they sure. do. They do. Yeah. I agree, Neil. That looked deliberate. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's what they try to do. And uh, <laughs> but it's it, it's up to the coaches and the the teams, the players, to say, hey, you know, we're not going to let that hinder us. We're going to continue on and. 
get through the game and be fine. So I think I think Blake Griffin was a consummate professional in that situation. Hey, handled himself real well there. Yep. Well, and they've got they've got they've got a nice uh, they've got a nice second round matchup against Michigan. Who, hey man, you know I had Clemson. I knew Michigan had a chance, but I just remember when Clemson played Duke and they put it to them. I said on their best day, if they're ready to play, they can beat anybody in the country. Yeah, Michigan's got some talent. It's just which team's going to show up. You know, if they, they if they play, if you if you if they match up with you, buddy, you're in trouble. They're big and they're, they they there's some good agile big men in that town that team. Hey, quick update: Cleveland State, the 13 seed, is up 49-42 over Wake Forest with 13:58 to go. And let's talk about that real quick. Uh, again, the Red versus Blue Sports Talk Challenge has been uh, has, has opened up our first year. Uh, all the bragging rights, bragging rights are on the line. And uh, here are the breakdown of the 28 entries and the team that was picked to win it all. We had six Louisville championships and six Pittsburgh championships tied at a dead heat. We had five North Carolina championships. That would be me. Four with Memphis. Three with UConn. Okay, kind of Chalk City here. Then we get one with Duke, one with Wake Forest. Oh, my. One with Michigan. And one. Update 41. Ohio State and Siena's two points difference, and Siena just got this ball. And one with West Virginia. West Virginia. Now. Uh, so there you go. Now let's let's take a look at the leaderboard, and we have three teams right now tied the leaderboard uh, with 25 correct. Uh, fielder Mike Palladino, he has one second round loss right now in Illinois. He only has one mistake in the second round, and he only has three first round losses. So he's looking really good for the for the for this setup and this matchup. And I and I think if I remember correctly, let me let me go to his his uh, bracket. But it was it was very solid. It was very safe. Uh, he has Pittsburgh winning it all. Um, he has Wake Forest in his final four, so that could really kill him tonight. Memphis and UNC. So uh, he's got Memphis and Pittsburgh in the final. But, yeah, if he loses Wake Forest tonight, he's going to drop back and drop out of it. Number two of the the um, teams at the top here, Mark Campbell from Evansville, our manager. Hey, Mark. Glad you could make it. He picked Dayton to win over West Virginia. He's only lost three first-round losses, and he lost Clemson in the Elite Eight. So he does have an Elite Eight team that he has lost out of there, which will okay. which will hurt him down the road. I, like I said, I lost West Virginia. That's going to hurt he? Yeah. Hey, Scott. That's going to hurt Who does he have in the final four? All right, Mark's final four is Louisville, UConn, UNC, and Duke. Uh, nice. The Louisville, Louisville, North Carolina Championship, Louisville. Five and Alive. <laughs> yep. Okay, and then number three, tied at the top. Uh, again, 25 correct. Only three first-round losses is right now is the lead uh, going into this last set of games. Steve Brunson, old Doyle Brunson from Indianapolis here. He oh, yeah. picked Dayton as a winner over West Virginia, which, man, that's just a, that's a big I, game I to pick I against. Saw. Well, I like that Dayton team, too. Eh? Yeah. Now, interesting about Steve, uh, a Notre Dame grad. Obviously, he was uh, he was uh, praying to the goatee gods all year in the Big East, and it just didn't work out. But again, another team here at the top. He has Wake Forest winning it all with Pittsburgh, Purdue, and North Carolina in his final four. Purdue in his final four. Huh. 
So hey, he's got, got Wake Forest. I've been impressed with Purdue. You throw him out, Ben. Swung for the fences here. Yep. Throw him out. So throw him out. <laughs> I think it might. They might go a little. They might make it to the Sweet Sixteen, Purdue. But I don't think they've got enough. Yeah, but if, if he's got Wake in the Final Four, throw yeah. him out. Yeah, he might not make it through tonight here. What the? Wake is down by uh, seven with 12 minutes to go, 53-40-6. We're going to close eye on that game. I wish they'd just go ahead and cut to that game. That's the game everybody wants to see. I know. I'd like see. to see that game. I'm going to check back on CBS. We had, we had, uh, we had quite a bit of, uh, of uh, scares come through here today. Uh, again, the one and the four seeds have all survived so far, except for Wake Forest, looking like they may have a, a, a battle on their hands here. That's the only one. Miss. Michigan State's up by 20, so that's it. The only four seed that might lose here is Wake Forest. But Villanova got a scare, guys. Villanova against American. If you watch oh, that yeah. game, they were down. American was up 14 points in the second half, and they even came down the court and shot a three, a wide-open look. It was a perfect play, wide-open look. Would have put them up 17. Mm-hmm. Instead, they missed that shot, and Villanova came down, got a basket in the foul, cut it to 11. And I think that one play, Mike, Saved Villanova uh, the game. Well, they went on well, to win by 13. So that's what it looked like. I, I mean, I wasn't watching the game, uh, but I watched the highlights, and uh, that one play that, that made a difference. And, uh, you know, when these guys, these kids, they get into it and uh, they they know what's going on, and it's like, okay, we're down 10, 12. You know, just one play can make all the difference in the world. Like what we're seeing in Wake Forest. Wake Forest is, I mean, they're making a comeback right now. Oh, say it ain't, say it ain't so. <laughs> say it ain't so. We're uh, we're rooting here as as uh, Cardinal fans to see to get as easy of a easy of a road as we can. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I want to see Louisville win it all. I don't care what has to happen. Right. What guys we have to pray <laughs> to here. I don't want to have to play UConn. I don't want to like- have to play North Carolina. I don't want to have to play Michigan State. Get them all out of there, you yeah, know. I hope Let they all lose before they get there. All the way through. Yeah. Hey, hey, Scott, you should be that way. You should be that way. I was uh, I was in a place today, and uh, guy goes, uh, well, why are you so upset, Mike? I said, well, I'm upset because Kentucky is not in the tournament. They're not in the tournament. And they're like, well, uh, I'm, for Louisville. I'm like, I can't. I just it's can't do it. I just cannot do it. I mean, you know, we've had this, this discussion before. I mean, can you see a UConn or a Duke fan rooting for North Carolina? I can't do it. However, no. I will say this. I think Louisville has the best chance to bring a national championship to the state of Kentucky. You ain't bigger than uh, any of them. You are you? what? You're not forgetting Western, are you? No, no, I'm not forgetting Western, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> they're still in there. No, heck well, yeah. I mean, they're right there. It's just, I don't know, I'm just kind of frustrated being a Kentucky fan. And in 18 years, this first time, we've, we've not been to the dance. And it, it don't, feels, don't you it's, agree? It's, I mean, you know, the way they finished off the year. I mean, I've heard so many people say, yeah, they still ought to be in. And I said, well, they lost nine out of their last 13. Oh, no. Oh, no. How do, you, how do you justify that, you know? 
No, no, no. They they didn't belong in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I There's said no if they way. pick the 65 best teams in the country, you know, and they don't really do that. They want to give the, they pick 30 some of the best, but 34, 35. But then they want to give the little guy a chance to that 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 shows it during right. the year and give him a chance. So, at it, you know? Whether whether it's little guy or not, uh, Kentucky did not belong based on the way they. Exactly. Uh, That's my point. You know, they just didn't. No, uh, they didn't. They didn't belong. They I mean, somehow didn't blend this year. You know. No, they didn't it, have the p- right pieces. It didn't look like. You know, they had some real good no, talent it, on the team, but they didn't have the right pieces. Well, it, it's got to be a team. You know, go for about a. This can go about for about an hour because Billy Gillespie is. He just. Doesn't strike me as a coach, and uh, they didn't buy into him. And the players don't like what he's doing. But we're hoping that uh, things can get better. And uh, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Thanks, <laughs> it's just, thanks, for, thanks for articulating that, Mike. I, I know everybody here that's listening is, is interested in what's going on in Kentucky and uh, in the NIT. Uh, it's, it's something that's on all of our minds, you know. <laughs> Oh, you dog! Oh, oh, you did it! Let's get back to the tournament challenge. We've got the uh, red versus blue challenge. We've got uh, all the bragging rights on the line. It's the first ever red versus blue bracket champion. Will be crowned. All right. Uh, obviously, my money was on me to win it all, but uh, and I tell you, my dark horse. Just looking at my bracket, I'll go ahead and let you know who my final four was. Now, I had Louisville, Pittsburgh. Reluctantly, North Carolina. I really wanted to put Oklahoma in there, um, but then I, I just think that you know this is this has been catered to them. I also put Missouri in there as my final four. That was they were they rounded out my final four. I have them beating Memphis. I have them also beating Washington. I had UConn going down to Washington. Washington. My feeling was my my feeling was this that UConn was pushed to the limits in the in the tournament. Uh-huh. Uh, by Syracuse, and I think that takes a lot out of the team. And when that something like that happens, plus you've lost one of your star players, I just said, you know what, Washington has all the momentum going into that game, and has can play a lot a lot more loose than UConn. So I went with the upset Washington over UConn. I went with Missouri over Memphis. That Missouri is impressive. Missouri is impressive. Yeah. They've uh, they've they've really done well in the Big Twelve this year. It's a team that. Uh, uh, didn't have to rebuild and was ready for this year. And, uh, you know, it's, it's it's just a dark horse. It's it's a flyer. You know, you, a three seed you really can't call it a dark horse. But in this tournament where the number one seeds are so – and the number twos are so dominant, anybody that's not a one or a two seed, I call it a dark horse in your final four. So, uh, Mike, you want to give us your uh, your final four? Yeah, I do. Uh, matter of fact, Scott, uh, when I was watching uh, ESPN, uh, they, they had eight parameters that every single champion has won. They had to they had to buy into those eight parameters, whether it was uh, winning uh, two games over top twenty five opponents, winning uh, your assists versus turnovers. Every single champion has won all of these eight. Okay. That's so we got man. two that qualify. There's two that qualify this year. Let me let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. North Carolina. Yep. And I'm gonna guess. Oh man. A bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. Bird, 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 bird. Bird is the word. 
Oh, we didn't do it on free throw. Over in North Carolina. Okay. They qualify in both of those categories. Wow. My final four is uh, Louisville, Missouri, Pittsburgh, and North Carolina. Wow, we got the same final four, man. What the heck? I don't know how it happened. It's just the way it is. I like your your old Missouri pick. I really like him. I think they got a good chance of doing it down there, too. Who do you you have in your final game, Mike? I've got Louisville playing Pittsburgh with Louisville winning it all. I got Louisville against North Carolina with North Carolina winning it all. Okay. Uh, All right. Just just Tyler Hansgrove, and I I feel like Ty Lawson, he's going to be right at that time. I'm so sick of seeing that guy. It makes me want to puke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's, here's, here's the story. Let me break down Tyler Hansborough's game. Pump fake, pump fake, pump fake, pivot, pump fake, pump fake, pump fake, backwards arm shot, makes it in, announcer cues up and says, he's so resilient. Yeah. Ah, oh, he's so tenacious. Ah, oh, this makes me sick, man. This you know, guy is going to have... Him. You know, he's going to be on an NBA team, but I don't. he reminds me of Christian Leitner a lot, you know. Yeah, he's Christian Leitner all over again, yeah, maybe if, over if he's again. lucky. If he's lucky. Yeah. If he's lucky. And they've really got the tournament hard nose, and the NBA loves hard nose. The NBA loves hard nose, and uh, I, I think the kid can play some serious ball. Hey, we got he Mark Ronick in the chat room. We got Mark Ronick in the chat room of uh, the FantasySportsChannel.com. Let's give those guys a little love. They make all this possible. Uh, over at the FantasySportsChannel.com, we're on the network. We should be streaming live there tonight. He has in his Final Four Louisville, Duke, Purdue, and Oklahoma. That's a nice looking Final Four right there. Louisville, Duke in the final. A rematch yep. of 1986, and he is uh, he's teasing us here. He's not letting us know who he's uh, who he has winning it all, but. Uh, Maybe he'll reveal that. We've got Mojo Rising in the chat room. Uh, he's been here uh, all night with us tonight, uh, a veteran of the NFFC uh, magazine leagues. Uh, he plays a lot of auction over there. And then we've got uh, Dr. Experto in the uh, in the chat room tonight. He's uh, Michigan State and Syracuse in the final. That's unique. I like that. That's reaching. That's reaching. I'm sorry. That That is reaching. Syracuse is a feel-good story. I mean, they did good with that uh, six-overtime game, and they had another overtime game. But uh, they can't continue to go through this uh, the South region. They can't beat championship. They can't beat Oklahoma. Hey, I've got to give an update real quick here. Cleveland State is up 11, 62-51 with 7.44 to go on Wake Forest. The four seed in the Midwest could be going down tonight. It's a bracket buster. Uh, for Louisville, makes things a lot easier. It also knocks out a couple of guys in our bracket challenge. And then Ohio State just hit a big three to go up six on Siena. Siena with the rebound. They're down six right now, four and a half to go, 49-43. Siena uh, looking like they're still alive, but they, they better have some good positive things going on right here on this next Yeah, I'm watching that uh, Siena game in uh, Ohio State. Ohio State is, I mean, they're they're, they're Stepping it up just a little bit, and uh, Siena is too, but uh, too much. Cleveland State is up 15 points on week yeah. four, 66-51 with seven minutes to go. <laughs> hey, this look at the Wisconsin, Florida State. No, Florida State just went back ahead of them too. I think you're going to have another 12 close there, wasn't they? Hey, guys, I want to tell you, next week uh, 
We are going to have, Mike, you're going to have to be running the show. Uh, Dr. Dish is coming up here to Indianapolis, and, and provided that Louisville can move on and win that second-round matchup against Ohio State or Siena here, uh, we're going to be in Indianapolis uh, watching the regional finals. So we're going to well, be watching live I... from Indianapolis at the regional final next week. You know, next week, I can't wait. I can't wait because uh, I've been in that situation. Uh, there was a long time ago when I was watching uh, Kentucky, Louisville, Wake Forest, Utah. And I saw Wake Forest and uh, Tim Duncan against Louisville and Minneapolis, and that was fun. So go for it. Have a good time, and uh, we're going to have a good time on the show. And Mark in the chat room is still teasing us, hasn't let us know who his championship winner is in that Louisville-Duke game. But, you know, I never even thought about that. That thought never crossed my mind to give a rematch of the 86 uh, championship game. I don't think they'll get uh, past Texas myself. I don't think it. it well, that, big, that big boy on Texas' team is tough. Texas? Yeah. Seriously, wow. Yeah, they've got an inside game, you know. Or they, or, I mean, they got a real good outside that little guy's outside the shooter. Sienna's only down two. Sienna's only down two. Three and a half yeah. to go, 49-47. Come on, Sienna. Oh, man, that would be so huge. Louisville could play Sienna, and then they play the winner of Arizona-Cleveland State. That's the game we'd be going to see at Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's Cleveland State now. I've been impressed with them, Scott. That Cleveland State's the one that took out uh, uh, Butler. Yeah, they got the rebound. On their tournament, you know. On, and they got well, the ball. And, and I have this sinking feeling, guys, that it's going to be Kansas. Uh, they get to play Dayton. Yeah, Kansas got so a they big get to move on. There. It's going to be very likely Kansas against Michigan State or USC, one of those guys. And so Kansas is the team that I think is going to determine whether or not we go to the Final Four. Yeah, you and like we'll be that there North on Dakota State, Scott, but that big Kansas, that Kansas boy really just dominated in there today. Boy, he was he won the hey, game. Scott, tie game. Tie game. Is this your Ohio best? There is, 49 off. Is this wow. your best feeling in the world that you've had as a UL fan? Oh, absolutely. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come We've right back. We've never had this good a draw for us. We're going to come right back with, uh, with, with more news from the NCAA. Be, stay with us.
sports radio than anyone on the planet. Seven continuous hours of football, baseball, basketball, and hockey action each Monday through Friday. Plus seven hours of game day frenzy on Sunday. 30 shows in all from the best fantasy sportscasters in the business. Like Craig Davis of FantasyFootball.com. The Audible Cecil Lammy. Paul Greco of Melnick and Greco Fantasy Sports. And the fantasy football guys Lyle Conkiel and Kevin Moore. The Fantasy Sports Channel. Only on Blog Talk Radio. It's a schedule you can bet on. All right, we're back, guys. It's uh, it's really heating up here in the tournament challenge. Uh, Red versus Blue Sports Talk Radio is back with you. I'm Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. We've got Dr. Dish for our Louisville affiliate. And, uh, you know, the show number is 347-324-5404. Feel free to call the show. Give us your take. Break down your final four bracket. Uh, if you're in the Sports Talk uh, or Red versus Blue challenge, feel free to call in, and, and we'd like to hear from you. We had a, a, a nice group in our first year. We've got uh, 28 entries, uh, six of those having Louisville as their as their champion, six with Pittsburgh, five with North Carolina. That's a lot of one seeds. Three with UConn, four with Memphis, uh, one with Duke, one with Michigan. <laughs> By the way, the guy with Michigan winning it all, Mike. Yeah. You know who he has? You know who he has them playing in the championship game? Take a guess. That would be. Uh... Villanova. Michigan State. <laughs> way, way, way to look at your oh, You can't play Villanova in the championship game, Mike. It's, it's, it's uh, east and the south. And then you'd have to have somebody, if they're in the south, they'd have to be in the Midwest or the west, actually. The, but ne- never mind. Uh, we, we, Marquette got a scare today, Pop. Marquette uh, against Utah State, 58-57. That was a Big East team that just barely got by by Come a down the free throws yet. Marquette had to hit some key free throws there to win that by one point. And we're keeping everybody up to date on these scores. Cleveland State, the 13 seed, the largest upset of the week so far, 66-52 over Wake Forest with five and a half to go. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's exactly what we want to see as Louisville fans. We didn't really want to have to play Jeff Teague in his hometown in Indianapolis next Friday night. And, uh, that's looking fantastic for a game against Arizona. I'd much rather play in Arizona. Has a lot of talent. I'm not going to knock Arizona. They have a lot of talent. They're just very unpredictable. And and to be honest with you, now that I think about it, Arizona and Wake Forest are a lot alike. Yeah. Very similar. A lot of talent, but they have some big letdown games. They play to the level of their competition. You never know which team is going to show up. Yeah. Um, and they've got some NBA players on their squad. So we just got to right. do. We got to do what we do best. We got to play our game. You know, I feel like I'm out there on the court with them, you know, so. we got to take them one at a time, though. Like I said, don't jump in there, you know. All right, the heck with the old cliches. Bottom line is uh, Louisville has to beat Ohio State. The Ohio State. I don't know. It ain't coming up. Guys, better like get ready for Sunday. Yeah, that's a three-point game right now, 54-51. Uh, yeah. A typical Big Ten game here uh, with, with Ohio State in the 50s. You know, not really doing anything special, not doing anything fancy, just uh, just kind of playing their game, playing playing that defense. What kind of defense is that? That looks like a a trapping zone. What the heck is that? Yep. <laughs> the scrambling man to man. It's confusing. <laughs> it is confusing. We've got a good matchup with UCLA and Villanova. Uh, UCLA looked good there. They have good point guard play. A good guard play avoided all the pressure that VCU continually put on them. And that's the only way you can beat VCU is if you have good guard one play. One by and one. I, 
And you kind of think the same thing when you're when you're playing Louisville. If you don't have good guard play that can bring that ball up the court like a Pittsburgh or a North Carolina or uh, who else who else has that kind of guard play, you know, maybe a Wake Forest, you know. But you've got to have excellent guard play to get up the court and play against a team like Louisville. Um, it's just what just what Villanova is going to face. Uh, it's, it's what it's what I'm sorry. It's what UCLA faced uh, uh, or VCU faced against UCLA, and and, and we're going to have some good matchups with that. Pittsburgh playing Oklahoma State. Pittsburgh top did not look good. No, against they East got Tennessee a scare against State. that East Tennessee State team, weren't they? If they play that way, uh, I can see Oklahoma State, which, again, they didn't impress me, but if they play like they did today, anybody can beat them. Exactly. That's the way these so. tournaments go. You know, it's kind of, they're going to see a lot of games go like that. You know, it depends, depends on the matchups, you know. You know, the thing yeah. I like about Louisville, though, you know, I keep harping on this, but they got the four guards that press so much that interchangeable parts like, you know. And they're, they've all got a little special. They all hit the three-pointer. And they all put good defense on him. And uh, McGee and actually, I think McGee's one of the better ones. And uh, he's, a little, he's a littler one, but he's a, he's a kind of a team player. You know, he just wants to get the win. And it ain't just about him and the pro prospects and stuff like that and looking good for the cameras. You know, he's trying to get the W. Mike, and, you want to comment? And, and the thing I think about that, they 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 put the pressure on and kind of wear out the other team's guard. They also make their good ball handlers on these other teams. Get rid of the ball and put it in other 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 players' hands, and they all got it. Consequently, they get it in the hands of the players that can't handle the ball as well. You know. And well, I'll tell you what, Neil. There, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Lobel is the most talented team uh, that I've seen in a long time. They can do anything they want to do when they want to do it, and it makes it makes no difference about the defense because they can uh, allocate the ball to whoever it may be. The one thing that Louisville has to do, they have to convert at the free throw line. Exactly. They have to make simple things to do the simple shots, make the simple shots. If they can make those things happen, there is no doubt in my mind Louisville can win this national championship. But there's, that's a big iffy there. That's a big iffy. T. Will, is a, he, he's a showman. He's a great player. But... Fifty-six, fifty-two. Wait, wait. You, uh, it's uh, Ohio State uh, with fifty-six seconds to go, fifty-six point two seconds to go. Uh, Ohio State with the ball, and they almost turned the ball over there. Uh, but, let's talk well, about this. Let's talk about this game. That's been oh no, uh, I'm going to talk. Well, hold on one second, Scott. Uh, if if you uh, make a point. one minute, one minute to go, and your team is down or up, down or up two. Who do you want the free throw line? If you're if you're from Louisville, or even if Memphis. If you're a Louisville fan, who do you want the, at the uh, free throw yeah. line? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'll take I'll take I'll take that's, Andre that, McGee. That, that took too long. That took too long. Andre McGee. I'll take Jerry Smith. I'll take either of those guys. Well, either or any of our guards, you know, Sosa. I'll take any of those guys. They will, they will, they will not be fouled. Well, yeah, we had this discussion earlier a couple weeks ago, Mike. You don't if, if your power forwards and your and your forwards, your point forwards are running the court and they handle the ball more more than anything, they're going to get the more majority of the free throw attempts. They don't statistically shoot the ball as well from the line. It's just it's right. just, you know plain and simple. So you know Earl Clark likes to handle that ball and bring the ball up. Uh, T. Will likes to bring the ball up. They're always holding. They they, they control and the offense runs through those guys and 
if they have the ball and they're taking, they're getting a the foul, they're not going to shoot that well. But they've made them when they mattered this year, is the thing I'll say. You know, they, they made know. them when they mattered. You know. Well, that's that's what that's what uh, that's what Memphis uh, Calipari said last week, last year. We've made them when it mattered. We'll make them when it counts. And well, they didn't last year. It mm-hmm. it, it came to bite them. Oh, so yes, you know. Yes. I, I am cognizant of that fact, but you know what can you do? You can't fix that problem overnight. It just doesn't get better. Six fifty, six fifty five, forty seven seconds. Big shot by Sienna. Down by one, forty seven seconds Sienna. left. Man, do you have? Do you guys have Sienna or Ohio State? Who do you have? I have Sienna. I I think I got Sienna too. Let me go back and look. Right, Sienna one, Ohio State another. Okay, yeah, I got Sienna. I got whoa, Sienna. whoa, 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 whoa. What did you just say, Mike? I got Sienna in one and Ohio State in the other. Well, you got them both, then. Heck, what, do you, what, do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean the other? What? You're, you're not. You're not like you pick I'm one. Of, you pick here. one of them with all one team, and you pick all the other ones with the other teams. Is that what you do? You're not. You're not. A, you're so you not got them all. Go look here. You don't have multiple sheets, do you? Yeah. When you got multiple sheets, that's what you do. I am a hedging. I'm a highlighter <laughs> man on. He learned that from Wall Street. I'm a highlighter <laughs> man on sheets. Hold on. You have multiple sheets, so you, so you get to define later on which one was your sheet of integrity, or you get to say, I had that game. I picked that game. Yeah, I no, I wouldn't, I, that. That. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I picked that one right. Perfect example today was uh, Oklahoma State, Tennessee. I sat there. I took one Tennessee. On one sheet, one on another. But my heart was with Oklahoma State because Travis Ford. That was my first uh, interview that I ever did in the uh, communications business was with yeah. Travis Ford. So I was like, what? Hell with Tennessee. I'm rooting for Oklahoma State. So yeah, no, in this game right here, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for Ohio State and Siena. I don't Oh, he missed it, but he fouled. He's going to the line with Sienna, eight seconds Sienna's left. Sienna's on the line. Uh, eight down seconds. one, eight seconds left. Sienna could seal this deal here and, and make uh, Ohio and force Ohio State to uh, push the ball up the court. You know, you're talking remember, about that. Remember, guys, this game is in Dayton, so let's see what they do here. This is this is this is coming down to the wire. I like it. Scott, you're rooting hey, for Sienna. Big time, know, Yeah, we're rooting for Sienna big time. <laughs> yeah. You know, that coach at Oklahoma State got a technical in that first half, and it cost, you know, uh, cost them two foul shots and a ball, you know, and they got they got a three-pointer on two, and I thought they so had, are you, are you guys that scared of Ohio State at Dayton? No. No, I've got Sienna on my brackets, ding-dong. I've got Sienna also. Yeah, all right, and I've got. A, I had Oklahoma State too. I took him only because of Travis Ford. I figured, you know, yeah, why not? He's got, he got him to the oh. band. You know, let's, let's oh, play. he missed it. He missed it's it. Crazy. Hey, hey, hey! Your 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 feed is like a couple of seconds ahead of my Direct TV feed. I'm gonna have to mute you. You're ruining You're it mean? for me. I can't. I can't I, no, no. His feed is like a couple. I can watch this right my, now. I can't. I can't it. have him. I, no, yours is not. He he did not just make it. Yeah, he did. Now he made it. Okay. All right. Am I have to mute you two because I, I've got I can't have you guys spoil. Ah! Right, you watching the uh, cable, Scott? I'm a commercial now with with a girl. Hey, by the way, the girl is asking her dad for the car keys. Get ready, Scott. Simon and Nelson. It won't be long, buddy. Yeah, I'm 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 far enough away from that. 
I'm going to go ahead. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and mark this an X on my sheet proudly. I'm going to mark Wake Forest as a miss, guys. Hey, you know what? You just got to do it. They're down 17. I'm going to go ahead and mark it on my sheet right now. It's official for me. you got to be kidding me. Cleveland State is the winner. I'm declaring Cleveland State. Well, I, I, I hope we're, I hope we're making the right choice there. That yeah. means freaking. You know what that means? That means the tournament committee is going to be so smug because Arizona is going to end up beating Cleveland State and going to the Sweet 16. And they're going to say, we made the right choice. I and that's going to be Cleveland State. They're down 19. You're right. 11 to go. Yep, you're right, Mike. It's gonna it's gonna happen. Arizona will probably win that game. Yeah, uh, that's bull crap. And then it, and then it comes down Overtime. to a uh, to a Kansas matchup there. Okay, Pop, look, you did it again. If you do that one more time, I swear to you, I'm gonna kick you it's, off the show. You're on Direct you, TV, right? You're ruining my game. <laughs> okay. I can't have you do, do it. Do it again, man. I don't care if you're my dad or not. You're gonna get kicked off the show. You can't ruin the you can't ruin the game for me. Okay, I'm sitting here trying <laughs> to enjoy it. All right. Do it again. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> well, how far behind are you? You're on. You're on. Well, apparently TV. a couple of seconds. Okay, bud. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Apparently, apparently a couple of seconds. Ah. All right. Ah. Hey, hey. This is what I. This is what I led off with at the beginning. Since we're at overtime here, that's the big game. We've already. We've already declared Cleveland State your winner. Wake Forest has went down. That's eight upsets confirmed. Eight upsets in the first round. We now have. One eleven seed, one nine seed, two twelves, three tens, and a thirteen seed has won in the first round of the NCAA tournament. These two days, coupled with the next two days, are the greatest four consecutive days in sports, bar none. Mike I totally agree. agree. I totally agree. You know that's you four know, in our in the Midwest too. Four of them, and it could be another if Sienna wins. Well, you know what? Uh, there's a lot of people who try to call in sick, this and that, you know, because there's games from noon until midnight. Today I watch games. I, I started out at noon, and I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm looking at every bracket and everything, and it was a total, it was it was a ball. It was a ball just to watch every single game. Um, I kind of go, got over the fact that Kentucky wasn't in there, and but I just focused on uh, what's going on in, in the tournament, and it's a lot of fun. You know, I, I mean, okay, I, I think we can all agree it's the best four consecutive days. I mean, the only thing that has four consecutive yeah. days that are that are like that would be like the Masters, uh, the Olympics. Um, help me out here, guys. You know, World Series um, maybe. World Series, maybe four four consecutive days. I don't know if they play four oh. consecutive or not. Yeah. Oh, they don't skip a day when they travel. You know. Let, let, let's talk. Let's talk about two consecutive days with this Thursday and Friday. Are there a better two days in sports than this Thursday and Friday of sports? I don't think so. It's hard to match other than Saturday and Sunday. Derby, Derby, and the Oaks. You know. Ooh. You know, Oaks and Kentucky Derby is kind of like that, you know, down here. Yeah, yeah, but no, nationwide, I don't think people would uh, buy into that. Yeah, but it yeah. isn't like it isn't like a whole day there, you know, because it leads up to one big race, you know, kind of like each day. But uh, I, I think the Breeders' Cup days are like it, really. With the, I mean, yeah, well, for for horse racing for enthusiasts, 
Neil, yeah. I mean, we're into it. That's great. Yeah. Uh, for a guy in uh, North Dakota, he's not into it. Yeah, he might for be. A guy in North Dakota <laughs> absolutely loves what's going on yesterday and today. Yeah, and yeah, I agree. You, you, you may have a, um, you know, the opening weekend of the NFL when you have that opening Sunday in the NFL and then you have two games on Monday night. Uh, that's pretty good. You know, opening weekend of the NFL is huge, uh, obviously. You also have that Saturday of college football uh, and the opening weekend of NFL. You can pick that Saturday-Sunday combination as, as two great days in sports. Um, but, man, I think for my money, well, I cool. think you're – when you, when, when you really want to package two days, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's pretty hard to do. Because the Super yeah. Bowl is outstanding, uh, the Final Four, but that that's carried over between a Saturday and then. To, I think there's more Monday. excitement goes around the office pools and things like that over this though than uh, anything else in the country, you know. Right. Yep, I tend to agree, and and, and you're guaranteed uh, just a couple of games here in this tournament that just make your jaw drop and give you that feeling of this is why we, we watch, this is why we're fans. Uh, you're, you're guaranteed that in the first or second rounds. It's so nice when you see these little teams, like it's Cleveland State here in Siena, you know, teams you never see all during the year because they're a little school and they're not in big markets, and they have outstanding athletes, and they got a whole, you know, a style that you're not used to and great players, you know. Well, tonight we're going to have to get to see that game. Unless you have that ticket uh, where you're watching it, uh, we didn't get to see Cleveland State because they had this Ohio State game on here in yeah. Indianapolis. We didn't regionally okay. we didn't, we we missed out and didn't get to see it. So I want to see what this Cleveland State team's all about, and maybe we can watch the replay online. ESPN dot com uh, has their feed yeah. going. Actually, it's it's CBS Sportsline. This yeah. thing is fantastic. It's every it's it's our dream to be able to watch games without interruption, without buffering, and a very good high quality signal. You can watch the game on your laptop, on your computer, and you don't have to miss a single moment of the action. I didn't have it up on my computer because I was afraid it would slow down our broadcast tonight. Uh, So I did that for you guys. But, uh, you know, uh, it's something that you will be able to utilize again on Friday and Saturday. Now, Friday and Saturday, you don't have nearly as much overlap, so you're not going to miss the games like you did on Thursday uh, and today. But, uh, wow. We're almost here. Man, this has been a great show, Mike. I'm glad we decided to do NCAA brackets, man. Yeah, it's been it's been a ton of fun, Scott. Uh, Neil, enjoyed it. And uh, i tell you what, I'm, I'm mesmerized by this uh, Ohio State-Siena uh, game with uh, 2.47 to go. Uh, Ohio State's up only one, and Siena's got the ball. Yeah. I know. I don't know if we're going to be able to catch the end before the show. We were going to talk a little bit about us uh, fantasy football, and, and we'll keep our eyes on this Ohio State game just to just to kind of stay close here. But we have a couple of news. Obviously, the Dante Stallworth news is uh, sad in, in football, in, in life in general. Um, it is confirmed that he had uh, he was over the legal limit at point one two. The legal limit in that in that state was point zero eight. And uh, you know he was he was involved in a fatality in a traffic fatality. And uh, Mike, I think you said it was involving a Bentley. He drove he, he drove a Bentley. Yeah, he so, was driving a Bentley. He was basically, uh, from what I understand, he was uh, he was at a stoplight, and the guy in front of him wouldn't move. So he just went to his left and said, "Okay, I'll, I'm going to go." And uh, he. 
killed the uh, killed the pedestrian that was uh, about fifty something years old, and uh, it, it was too bad. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know that that's sad for hey, that's sad all hey, the way hey, around. There's there, there's no winners in that situation, and. And, and, and to top that off, if you have Dante Stallworth in any of your leagues, you, you, you might as well drop him. It's a Ray Carew story type. But you're, you're not, you yeah. don't have any value there at all. You just go ahead and unload unload the roster spot now. Disassociate yourself with this problem on your team. And I think you'll – One thing uh, I want to say, uh, yeah. patience is a virtue. Don't yeah. get too crazy. You got Wes Thompson at two points ahead with 45 seconds left. Looks like no, at 60. Yeah. They must be eight points down. That's what they. I are. wish they. No, it's 52-50. What is? Okay. It's 50, yeah, 45 it's 52-50, seconds. 45 seconds. They ought to switch to that game. Wisconsin, Florida State. That's a great I don't game. Oh no, I got a one point lead here. Oh, it's Wisconsin, Florida State. I think most of us have Florida State. I have Florida State beating. Uh, beating yeah, I, Vegas, so. I had them winning too. It's be another twelve yet over there. What? Another There we go. There ain't been an upset in that bracket there in the East. That'd be three twelve seeds this year, gang. Three mm-hmm. twelve seeds advancing. Here we are. All right, they've just they've just switched to the game. We only have two minutes left in our show. Let's move really quickly. Jay Cutler uh, looks like he's going to be either a Jet or a Bronco, something like, or not a Bronco, but a Buccaneer. It it looks like it's final. It's going. It's going to move. Uh, the Jets can offer a first and a second. Uh, the, Bucks don't have, the Bucks don't have that second to offer. It sounds like the Jets, the Bucks are the leading contenders for Jay Cutler right now with Minnesota a distant third as well as um, one other team that was in the mix. I think it was the Redskins, but uh, I'm not, I can't confirm that. Uh, Redskins don't need him. Um, but – or it might have been Cleveland. I think they were going to try to ship Brady Quinn uh, along with something else, and then maybe Deal Anderson. They were they were going to try to pull it off. But I don't think they're, they say the Jets and the Bucks are the leading two contenders for Jay Cutler. And wow, what a story for New York! Yeah, so that's, I can't believe Denver's, Denver's really messing up that team they had there, boy. I mean, I think they've totally screwed it already. Uh, I see. I see Jay Cutler in Buffalo. No, oh. it doesn't sound like they're even in the mix, man. I think I think a Jet would be a perfect fit for him. You've got uh, Lendale White shows up to camp 20 pounds lighter this year. Yep. 20 pounds lighter. He was committed. He was committed to doing whatever he can do, and I guess if he can get things turned around, maybe he can be a weapon uh, and help uh, help that team get to the next level. I did make. I did pull off a dynasty trade this week. Uh, I traded away Felix Jones and the one seven rookie pick for for Jonathan Stewart. By himself, that's it. Yeah, I still like yep. that. Yeah, Felix Jones, a one-seven yeah. rookie pick. Felix Jones, I would be. He, well, he's still going to be behind. A, he's still going right, to be guys. second in the mix. Well, look, look, hey, Mike. Yep. You're going to have to run things next Friday. You're going to have to pick us up and get us going. We will. Uh, we'll call in and check check you out and see how you're doing and, and try to give you guys a full report live from Indianapolis. Uh, provided Louisville wins this game on Sunday, uh, we will be in Indianapolis reporting, and Red versus Blue Sports Talk Radio will be reporting live out of Indianapolis at the regionals in Indianapolis, uh, the Midwest Regionals for the Tournament Challenge. So from all of us, hey, what's Scott? I'll get the show going, and I'm looking for a live feed uh, from you and Neil, and uh, just have a good time, and looking forward to it. 
You've been listening to Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. With your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Please join us next time. Nine seconds left in the CN Ohio State game. Ohio State's up by one, sixty-three, sixty-two. Pop, if you ruin this for me, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Go ahead and mute him just to make sure. Mike, I hear you laughing and chuckling in the background. <laughs> Wisconsin and Florida State went to overtime. Wow! Wow, oh, that's good. That's good. Come on, Florida State. Wow. Well, Lean numbers. I just lost my switchboard, so I'm not going to be able to uh, to bring Pop back on the air. Sorry about that, uh, Doctor Dis. We don't. Uh, we've lost our abilities to bring you back on and control any of the mics. So, Mike, it's just you and me, buddy. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, that Ohio State uh, seeing the game that was exactly what was projected by Vegas. Uh, Ohio State was favored by three, and people said, "Okay, it's going to be close, and uh, we're getting we're getting what we deserve." Uh, yeah, the Florida State game kind of surprises me a little bit. Well, I thought Florida State would win this easy. Let me tell you, um, they have this bracket buster challenge uh, thing on Directv where they had four coaches come on and comment on who they thought would win each game. And so they picked one coach for each conference or for each, uh, you know, region here. And they had uh, the coach of uh, Washington on. I can't think of his name. He's a, he's a pretty good coach. They had the coach of Tennessee on. Yep, uh, that was the uh... – Yep, yep, that's an insight that we always come to love. We had uh, – a third coach on was the coach of – come on, guys. Who was it? Uh, let's see. Yep. Well, they had Rick well, Pitino on from Louisville. They had Rick Pitino on breaking down the games. And my point being, he said about the Florida State-Wisconsin game, he said it's going to be close. He said regardless of what – he said this game will be close. Wisconsin plays a style that will, will battle Florida State, and Florida State likes to play the up-tempo game in the ACC – he said, I look for it to be a close, close game with Florida State coming out on top. Huh. And Ohio State makes their free throw. They're up 65-62. The image is 3-3. the game. Don't ruin it for me. Three. Bam! He hit it! Yeah. Ball game. Three and a half seconds to go. Have the game, baby. Down the court. One Ohio one State missed a shot. Wow, double, it's overtime, end of overtime, so they're going to, to overtime number two? Uh, wow. Think, now we're going to Florida State Whiskey. Yeah, this is good, Mike. This is good, man. This is great stuff, man. It's March Madness, and, you know, like I sent you in the text, I mean, the bitterness is over. I, I'm not worried about Kentucky. Uh, it's over with. Uh, I'm enjoying these games and having a ball with it. Man, look at the Midwest side of my bracket. 
I've got every X red except for Michigan State. I picked that one. I need to circle that one. So I got Michigan State correct, and I got Louisville correct, and that's the only two so far. <laughs> I've got nothing else wrong. The entire middle of it is all gutted out, and it's all red. And the only thing that's alive is the top, where Louisville goes all the way across the top. Uh, Siena, I have a Siena alive and an outside hope there of another point. When I look down at my west bracket, uh, you know, I got them all right, except for that BYU game. I took BYU. I thought they had a team that could uh, that would beat Texas A&M. And uh, I had Purdue, Washington, Marquette, Missouri. Maryland was a game that uh, could have went either way, and I took Memphis there, obviously. In the east, uh, you know, I, I, I missed two. I, I missed Minnesota against Texas. I figured Minnesota played that style of ball that might give Texas problems, and this is a down year for Texas, you know. So I thought maybe that, that game against uh, Minnesota, or against the game against Louisville, I just kind of picked them. You know, I know they, they, they haven't been very special this year, but I just kind of threw them in there. And then I kind of went out on a limb, too, and, and took Portland State as an upset over Xavier. Don't uh, ever say that. Don't yeah, do it, I had heard some good things about um, Portland State, a team you didn't want to play, uh, but I had never really seen them play and just kind of just kind of threw it out there as a one-game flyer. I didn't think they'd get past Florida State regardless of what happened. So Here we go again with another overtime, Siena and Ohio State. Second overtime, wow. yep. March Madness. And the other game is uh, Wisconsin-Florida State. Yep. Yeah, Wisconsin, Florida State, 55-54. Wisconsin's up by one, the 12 seed up on the five. That'd be the third straight 12 seed to win out of four. Uh, okay, they just uh, Florida State went back up by one, 56-55 with three minutes to go. I know everybody's watching these games. I don't have to really give you updates. In the south, Butler, I took Butler and I took Clemson. Uh, those are my two losses there. So one side of my bracket, Mike, looks great. I have no yeah. losses at all. No losses at all in the second round. The other side of my bracket, actually, look, I don't have any losses in three regions in well, the second round. Well, the bottom line is, you know, today uh, today was my first day to get out and talk about the bracketology, so to speak, and uh, the way I see it is nobody's a winner until next Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Well, the Because if, if you have a loser – then chances are the most others have the loser that that you have. So, so let's just call it the mess in the Midwest because it is ugly right now with uh, possibly a 9, a 12 already winning, a 13 winning, an 11 winning, and a 10. 10, 11, 12, and 13, possibly 9. So, <laughs> Mike, I don't, think we've ever seen, I don't think we've I don't think we've ever seen a region with that many upsets ever. I bet I bet you we could go we could go look. Yeah, and the fact is that uh, chances are that nobody picked the other the other part of it. If they did, then they miss one here or there. So that really uh, sets it up. Sets it up March Madness sets it up for the favorites to really come out in that region, and and that's looking that that's good for Louisville and. And yep. uh, Kansas or Michigan State, whoever can make it out of that little area there. And I'm just so happy to see Wake Forest, the one big threat I was worried about. I didn't think they, they were a four seed. I thought they were a three seed, but you know what? The committee got it right, Mike. Yeah, I, I think they did. You know, we were, uh, you and I were both talking about uh, 
how tough the Midwest was, and which I still believe, believe it is. But, uh, you know, I guess they got it right that maybe Wake wasn't that good. And they, yeah. they were that good in uh, January, but not good in March. Well, there was no way the committee could put them any lower than four with what no. they had in the resume. But they were right in the fact that when they decided to give it to Missouri, uh, who, I, I, who I thought didn't deserve it over Wake Forest, I mean, I, I thought that Syracuse deserved it. I thought that Villanova deserved it and Kansas but when I looked at Missouri, I said, you gave it to Missouri over Wake? I, I just didn't see it. But, you know, they're right. And, and, and they gave them the four seed, bumped them down to four, looking, on, looking at their erratic play, very spotty down the stretch. And, uh, and wow, Cleveland State just walks <laughs> in and, and just mops up the floor with them. It's a sorry situation uh, the way I see who was, uh, who was given the, uh, the, the, the bias, so to speak, in the uh, – in the, in the tournament, because there, there's so many good teams, mid-majors, that should be there. Uh, St. Mary's, they made a they made a definite statement in the NIT. Uh, and I just – but then again, you know, you make your statement between uh, November and March, the 1st of March, end of February. That's when you make your statement. So don't cry and whine about, well, we should have been there. We were on the bubble. That's bullcrap. You made your statement that year. You made your statements. So that's the way I see it, and uh, that's why I'm going to go by it. <laughs> Man, they, uh, I don't know if you guys um, if you guys got a chance to look at these uh, cartoons that they're doing over on the FFPC message board, but they are hilarious, hysterical. One of our guys, uh, War Kittens, one of our favorites, uh, Actually yeah. did one on Mike and uh, Scott and I, or Mike and I on the Red versus Blue, and I'm going to try sure. to play it for you. Uh, it's cartoon characters. Just imagine two guys, my, uh, myself and Mike, sitting at a desk, and uh, here's what they had to say. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Red versus Blue Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Scott Atkins, otherwise known as Team Legacy in the world of high stakes fantasy football. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host from Backwoods, Kentucky, Mike. Say hello to everyone. Mike. All right, here we go again. Stay with us, folks. We have a jam-packed show for you tonight. We have March Madness underway, as well as a look at my top 30 dynasty kickers. Right after this break, we will have a special guest from the world of big-time fantasy football. So stay there, and we'll be right back. Are we clear? Damn it, Mike. Not again. Uh, sorry. Has anyone got Dusty on the phone yet? We are back in 20. What the hell do you mean this phone is disconnected? Try the WCFF headquarters. Unfriggin' real. Disconnected. There, too. Okay, Mike. Try to sober up. We are back on in five, four, three, two. <laughs> Welcome to the River Blog Talk Radio. We are having a bit of trouble reaching our first guest tonight. So we are going to dive right into my dynasty kicker ranking. Of number thirty eight of John Carney. What if you have something to add? Go Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Do you want to be part of the 
tonight's show, give us a call at 1-800-Kentucky-Song. Again, the number is 1-800-Kentucky-Song. We'll be back with your calls right after this short break. Are we clear yet? Mike, I can't do this anymore. I can't carry the show while you sit there pounding DVRs. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. I, when, I saw, when I heard it earlier tonight, I was like, that is good. With any more of this crap. <laughs> it's a lot funnier in person, guys. If you can check it out on FFPC's message board, uh, they've got a whole slew of them. It's a really cool site, the extranormal.com. You can make your own movies. If you can type, you can make a movie. So, uh, Mike, it's pretty funny, man. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. hey, Scott, when you sent me that, I was like, okay, let me check this out. What's he got? And I was like, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, they did a good job with it. It really, uh, it really depicts us pretty well. Uh, yeah, from the backwoods of Kentucky, and then they talk about yeah. pounding back the uh, the PBRs. I'm assuming that's past blue ribbons. <laughs> Which I, I hate know, blue ribbon, but that's all right. <laughs> but I understand the the whole uh, uh, scenario about it and the way the way it is. I mean, I loved it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> Breaking down our dynasty kickers, man. You know, hey, at least I did cut it off at tight ends. I didn't. We'll start with number thirty. Huh? Hey, Scott, we're gonna start with number thirty on dynasty kickers. Yeah, with number thirty. That's <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> Oh man! Hey, That's look, great. this game. This game's gonna go on all night, so we're gonna go ahead and call it uh, Siena, Ohio State, sixty-eight all. End of the second overtime, got a minute and a half left, but this game's going to go on all night. So, you want you want to hang well, around? That, There's four to six. That's funny, Scott, because the seconds left. At work last night, uh, we're doing our March March Madness, and uh, it got we were uh, we were calling states, and then it got to calling ages. Well, this one's done. This one uh, we can't call this one right now. It's going to take another two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> It was fun. Yeah, we might as well stick around for the end of this uh, Florida State-Wisconsin game. There's only seven seconds left. Let's see what happens here. Florida State's up by one, 59-58. It's uh, the five seed taking on the 12. Can another 12 seed knock off the five? Every year you have a five seed go down. I'm playing golf tomorrow at 9 o'clock in the morning. First golf tournament of the year. Can't wait. All right. I've got a buddy coming over here at about uh, well, he's coming at seven thirty, John Wright, and uh, we're going to go to the uh, going to go to the Gun and Knife Show over here That's at Indianapolis Fairgrounds. So uh, we're going to knock, knock, knock it out early, man. So we we've got a lot to do tomorrow. All right, That's eight seconds early. to go. Hey, have fun, Scott. And they made it. Oh my gosh, Wisconsin with two seconds to go. Up one, sixty, fifty-nine, just like that. Wisconsin made it look easy, Mike. I think we lost Mike. <laughs> sixty, fifty-nine. Wisconsin just made it look too easy. Two seconds left. Wisconsin's on the line. Number three, their little guard there. Uh, let's see what he's uh, what he's what he's dealing with here. Number three is at the line, sixty fifty nine. Trevon Hughes, seventy six percent from the free throw line on the season. You would think they're going to ice him. He's two of four tonight. 
two seconds to go. Florida State possibly going down, seeing the end of their season, an ACC team down again tonight. Wake Forest was another one. And Wisconsin makes it up 61-59, up to two seconds to go. Florida State calls their final timeout. And unless unless we see a miracle here, a miracle three, we've got another 12 seed knocking off uh, the five. That's three 12 seeds. And that marks nine upsets on the night, nine upsets with Siena as the number 10 possibly. We're sitting at eight upsets so far, possibly nine and possibly ten here. Uh, Siena, Ohio State, 70 all with 35 seconds to go. They're in the second overtime. Siena up one, 71-70. Another timeout, man. That's one thing about these tournament games. I don't know if you've realized it. The timeouts are so excessive. They're, it's not that they get – there's more TV timeouts, I believe, and there are longer TV timeouts. Uh, so one one thing I've heard is that Louisville, although they like to wear a team out, in the NCAA tournament you don't wear teams out as much as you do in the regular season. They just have too many TV timeouts uh, to to keep it uh, to keep it manageable for these teams to stay on the court. So Louisville's not going to have that in their favor. Looks like they're coming out of the timeout now at Florida State-Wisconsin uh, game. Again, 61-59. Florida State's going to have the ball with two seconds left. They're down two. They're going to need to throw it long, a la Christian Leitner, with two seconds left. Let's see if they can do it. Wisconsin pulls off the upset, 12 seed Wisconsin over Florida State. So now they're going to go back to the Siena game and wrap it up. But uh, that's all for us tonight, folks. Red versus Blue Sports Talk Radio. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you uh, next week live from Indianapolis, the regional finals. Uh, talk to you then.